Thank you guys for listening to the Great Effing Spiritual Awakening Podcast. This podcast is a beacon of lighthearted content for anyone at any stage of their spiritual ascension. If you appreciate this podcast, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review on whatever platform that you listen. Hello? Is, is anyone there? Somebody, help me, please. Okay, this is actually not so bad. Hey, what's going on, y'all? What's happening? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Great Effing Spiritual Awakening Podcast. My name is Brandon Anderson, and I am so grateful, man. I'm grateful you guys are holding your attention here. I'm sorry I sound a little stuffy right now. My nose has got some issues going on with it, but I'm I'm just grateful. I'm so thankful that you guys show up and you continue to listen, it just means so much to me when anyone holds their attention on anything that I have to say. So I just thank you guys uh, first and foremost for that. If y'all appreciate this content, please feel free to subscribe, rate, review on whatever platform you listen. Uh, Be sure to share it with your dogs, your cats, your family, your friends, whoever you feel uh, may need to be exposed to this content. That way you can help guide them towards it. Um, So thank you so much for that. As far as me, uh, on a personal note, life has been pretty good. One thing that I've learned this week is I really tend to create catastrophes about certain situations in my head. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I I generally try to look through life through a lens of love. Uh, But that's something that I just, I wanted to share with you guys. Life generally doesn't go as, as bad as you make it in your head. If you have, if you're one of those people like me where you kind of catastrophize something, like let's say you have a, a test coming up and you're so nervous about it and you feel like you're going to do bad or or just anything going on that you kind of make worse than it could be, you're just creating that anxiety for yourself. So I just want to let you guys know, man, everything's going to be okay in the end. No matter what situation you're in, we're all good. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, that's something that I really learned this week. And also, you know, my son, he had his last week of football. Um, they lost. But, you know, like I said last week, it was it's so been so awesome to watch him progress throughout the season and to see him be disciplined and continue that work um, to to get better. And, you know, they even put him in a couple of different positions because you know, he, he has ability and he knows the game a lot better than he did when he first started. So I'm so grateful for him. Uh, I love him. I love my family. And uh, yeah, but life's been good. On the subject of this particular episode today, I just want to have a, a, just talk to you guys. You know, I don't have a a how-to or like a, a one, two, three step about anything uh, on this episode, but I just want to share my experiences with you in hopes that it, it helps somebody who does have a porn addiction or or any kind of addiction, you know. I, I just want to share something that may help someone, and I am not by any means a therapist. I just want to say that first and foremost, okay? Um, so I want to speak on this subject in a way that's honest, but 
is also respectful to everyone. Uh, so so just bear with me tr- while I try to navigate this. Um, but as with is as with any aspect of my life, I want to be as vulnerable as possible with you guys. I want to be genuine, and I want to use my experiences to inspire and encourage others. Right? But you know, obviously, porn is a still a, a kind of a taboo thing. Um, I feel like the religious beliefs where porn is so demonized um you know that's in my opinion why it's still pretty taboo and and for me that's why I feel like I had such such an addiction and you know a lot of y'all know that I grew up as a Jehovah's Witness and I felt that I was really sheltered by a lot of things and you know there are times where I was like man am I ever gonna even have a girlfriend like I just remember I loved women. I love women and I love the way their bodies looked. And I just, I just felt like I was being prevented from having any kind of experience at growing up in that religion uh, with another woman. And I remember when the Titanic came out, right, on VHS. And these are thoughts that I had at that age, you know, eight, nine, and 10 years old, just feeling like, I don't know if I'm ever going <laughs> to have a, a girlfriend or have any get a, a kiss or anything like that but yeah back to the titanic i remember that coming out on vhs and i had to be about 11 or 12 years old and i remember watching it with my family and re- <laughs> y'all probably know where i'm going with this but right when the scene where jack is painting rose's naked body comes on my mom made me turn my head right so typical kind of parental reaction when they're children you know, see nudity on the screen, um, not sex, just, just nudity, and at that moment, I remember thinking, you know, I actually, I actually have access to, to being able to see a naked woman, um, and, you know, I was full of guilt, there's a lot of guilt there, because th- that religion really shamed you for celebrating birthdays, right, so porn was, like, one of the, the worst guilts that I've, I'd ever felt, um, but those primal instincts kicked in and, you know, I, I watched it and it was exciting because it was the first real like bad thing that I had ever done in my life. And it was, you know, awesome to look at like it, you know, it was just, I, I'm being completely honest with you guys. And there were times where I felt I was, I was never even going to have a girlfriend, like I said, because of how strict the courtship and the dating rules were like, a male shouldn't be with a female alone without an older chaperone. That Those are the kind of things that go on in that religion. So I'm just saying all that to say that, granted, I was in an environment that disapproved any pretty much anything that was taboo. And I feel like it, it piqued my interest in porn. I was the one who had to come to terms with how it affected my physical body, how it affected me mentally. Uh, more recently, how it affected me spiritually and even those around me, you know, which is really what prompted me to to release that habit. And my addiction to porn had had really caused me tremendous guilt in my life. Like it it prevented me, you know, from connecting mentally and physically with my wife. Like, you know, it's I'm, I was less creative. I was less inspired. I just really felt dull, you know. Um, but it became really less about the intention of watching it 
and what was actually happening and more about the habit, you know, and this there was this habit that really suppressed my highest good. And mind you, you know, I just want to say my addiction to porn, but but not actually porn itself. I was the one who chose to use this entertainment addictively, right? I, that was on me. And for me to let go of this habit, I really had to work on removing those feelings of shame and those feelings of guilt towards myself. I don't want to shame nobody. Like, that is not the point of any of this, okay? Like, I don't want to shame you if you make porn, if you watch it, you know, because if that's something you like to do with your partner, let's say, you know, and that works for y'all, that's cool, man. Like, I'm happy you guys can have a connection. Like, that's fine. But here's where it affected me. We all have those things that we do that we do them more than we should. And we know that it isn't good for us spiritually. We know that it isn't good for us physically. We know that it isn't good for us emotionally. You know, so your thing could be porn or it could be alcohol. It could be weed. It could be um, it could be that you're addicted to food, right? Food. Um, And it could even be less obvious things like negative thought patterns. You could be somebody who talks shit about people all the time and has negative opinions anytime you see someone's feed on Instagram. Um, There's a lot of things that we can have, the habits and thought patterns even, um, that we are addicted to. So I just want to say that that to say there's a lot of ways to relate to other people and empathize. And when I went through my spiritual awakening, I learned to have more compassion for others, you know, especially addicts. Because I remember shaming, you know, just having so much negative energy towards someone in my head that I knew who had a difficult or time with this addiction, a different addiction, and it ruined his family. And immediately at that moment, I thought of my own addiction to porn, you know, and why would I want to shame him? Why would I want to put that energy towards him? Why would I do that to you know, just to feel like I'm a little bit better than him, when in reality, I'm doing the same shit just in a different way. You know, I'm using something habitually that is affecting me in a way that I don't want, you know, in all aspects of my life, right? And, you know, it's even affecting those around me. So that moment, that that spiritual awakening, that's when I really started having a connection with source, a connection with God, and feeling more love, you know, I started feeling less guilty towards myself, you know, and obviously I had some therapy here and there and I gradually was able to release that attachment. And like I said, you know, I don't, I don't have an answer. I don't have, there's, you know, I can't tell people how or what experiences they need to go through in order to let go of an addiction that's harming themselves and harming their family. Um, Because obviously I'm not a therapist, but for me, right? For me, everything really changed when I started living with the intention of love. When I started living in a way where my thoughts waking up were forced to how am I going to love myself today? How am I going to take care of myself even though I have to do things that I don't necessarily want to do? How am I going to make sure I take care of myself the best way possible and do that for other people? So when I started living that way, I began to do or not do things that showed that I love myself. 
and that I love my family and that I love everybody that I came in contact with. But within that and learning how to control those uh, those times where I felt those impulses to watch porn, once I learned to do that, I felt so powerful. I felt so strong. I felt like I could just accomplish more. And with that power came the strength to even just do this podcast, right? That's literally what <laughs> kind of how that worked. Like it just helped me just become more confident in myself and that I learned to have discipline and I was able to just put my head down and focus on things. It was so important that I, I let go of that focus. And I feel like with that addiction, when you have that focus, it really kind of dulls anything that you have create creatively, any type of inspiration that you have. I feel like it's something that really just clouds that. It's difficult enough just watching porn. But when you also feel that guilt and when you feel that shame and when you feel that frustration towards yourself, it just can take you into this downward spiral. And for anybody that's out there who is struggling with a porn addiction, the only thing that I can really tell you is set your intentions. Um, you know, pray and and be mindful. You know, when you wake up, you can say a prayer or you can just say it to yourself. I want to do things today from a lens of love. I want my experience to be surrounded in the lens of love. And when you wake up and you have that intention and you have that belief that those things are going to come to you in a loving way and life is going to show you things in a loving way, you're going to change your habits. You're going to change the things that you do to yourself. You're going to change the things that you think. You're going to change the way that you interact with other people. For me, that was the one thing that was the one thought that helped me turn that habit around like I said there's no magic way to get over anything there's no you know even therapy doesn't work for some people um for me you know the combination of of my own work and self-help books and therapy um and my own spiritual work helped me to overcome that but there's no one way to do it and I just I think at the base of it all you just have to live with you just have to wake up every day um, wanting to love yourself and then you think you know is watching porn gonna help me feel better about myself um is having this extra drink gonna make me feel better about myself is you know is making this you know writing this post or tech you know writing this comment under a photo on instagram gonna make me feel better about me you know is it gonna make me feel like i love myself like somebody who i want to love um so the one way I can describe how I started to kind of let go of those things is, you know, finding finding that source, finding that connection with God. Because when you find that, that's when all those little those little things that you do in your life, that resistance starts to kick up because you're becoming more consumed with your highest good. And when the lower part of you is still doing some of those things that don't line up, align with your highest good that resistance gets greater and greater and you eventually it comes to a point and it came to a point for me where I just had to make a decision, a conscious decision to do better for myself. And that's what my intentions became. Um, so I don't know, guys, I just I hope that this helps anybody who's 
who's struggling, you know, nothing's easy to stop. Nothing's easy to, to get over, especially, um, you know, things that make you feel good in the moment that aren't necessarily good for you long-term in all aspects of your life. It's, it's extremely difficult. And there's access to porn all over. There's access to all kinds of things that aren't good for us, you know, more and more access, um, everywhere, but, you gain so much more power and being able to maneuver past those things that, you know, aren't good for you. And I don't want to say control because, you know, control, like I don't, <laughs> I like to have a beer every now and then, you know, um, but I don't like to have a hundred. So, so when you can maneuver through them in a way that allows you to feel peace and feel that you can have that relationship with, with your source and align with your source, um, you know, that that's what I want for people. You know, I, I just want people to be able to feel peace and to know that, you know, there's a source that's in a different plane that loves us and that loves you and will want the best for you. And when you realize that you, you want to let go of that shit that's holding you back. So guys, I just, I hope this helps someone. I hope that you guys are just doing whatever you can to thrive the best you can in whatever situation you're in. Um, and just because you think somebody is in a better situation, you know, from a photo on Instagram, it doesn't always mean that they're feeling better than you. Um, so just focus on yourself. Take care of your side of the street. Just do the best you can. All right. Um, so, guys, I appreciate y'all listening. I, I hope and wish the best for everybody. And I thank you so much. And I'll see y'all next week.